Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Hello, Kim. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hello? Hola. Oh, my name's Kiara. Oh, Oh, Kiara. Kiara. Welcome to the show, Kiara. But that's okay. Oh, hola, also. Okay, so this is not a, a very exciting story compared to that one. Well, thank you for calling. To... Yeah. We are so glad that you <laughs> called with the dumbest story. I think that's excellent. Please carry on. Um, so, all right. Um, so when I was 18 and my best friend was 18, we went to Florida, of all places. We saved enough money. We were going to college. And for some reason, we chose Florida to go to for a little vacation. <laughs> okay, was it spring break? You didn't know. You didn't know. We just didn't know. And um, so we went there, and uh, I was thinking we'd just sleep on the beach. And my friend was like, We can't sleep on the beach. We'll get raped, you know? And I said, Well, wow. that's all right. We can. Pick, really, I know. And you I know. still well, picked Florida. Yeah, that really escalated. The, the belief being if you fall asleep on the beach, we'll be raped. But let's go to this place anyway. Not like, you know, any other <laughs> <Yeah>. place. <laughs> Central America or whatever. Here. Good point. Yeah. I mean, it was just a horrible decision. And, um, anyways. And so I said, well, that's all right. We can put fake beards on, like, while we're sleeping on the beach. What? So what? We don't have to. We don't have to this is your like, plan. <laughs> this is how. This is my okay. magical plan. <laughs> yeah. So we, I don't know. There was this wig place on, like, 3rd and I think it was Pike or something downtown Seattle at the time. I don't know if it's still there, but it was there back then, <laughs> We got a wig and we like actually brought it with us so that we could do this thing. So we didn't have to pay for because it just sounded dreamy, like you know, sleeping on the beach with the waves. Possibility the, of looking rape, like, looking like yes. a Hemingway. Let me dress like a man <laughs> so that I'm not raped on dreamy stuff. Did you did you drive three thousand miles, three whatever that is, to uh, Florida? No, we took. The, oh man, this is even worse. Like we took the Greyhound. Oh, oh my god. god! How long did that take? That's the story this right there. What genius thing did you do? Somebody, drive across the freaking country to go to Florida on a Greyhound bus. I know. That's enough. Somebody gave us the acid end. too on the way. So oh, on a Greyhound you took bus. Acid on a Greyhound bus. bus. That sounds yeah. awful. To go to Florida awful. to sleep on a beach in a wig to not get raped. Okay, this gotta, is the worst <laughs> damn. Kara, Kara, Kara how long? Kara, how long did it? Did, 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 was the total ride to get there? What, do you even know? It was. It well, it was four days, oh. and our ankles looked like they looked like they were pregnant or something. I don't know. They looked like elephant ankles because we were. We both, like, were laughing. I was like, look at your ankles. And she's like, look at yours. And we were trying to go to McDonald's because that was one of the stops on Greyhound. It was awful. Yeah, I know. But we knew we were best friends because we, like, endured this trip with each other. And you were both Horrible equally ways. as stupid. Mm. Let's go to the wig shop did you, uh, to put beards on her face. Did you, sleep on did, you sli- did you sleep on the beach with a beard on? Oh, my gosh. We went there. All right, all right. 
So we went to the beach and all these sand fleas started like, we didn't get to the beard part, don't worry. <laughs> the sand fleas started eating you right away. Yeah, what, what be, what, like, we have to get a room, we have to get a room, you know, it was terrible. You would then, risk rape, but you're not going to put up with sand, sand fleas. <laughs> I mean, this is what we are hearing and, from And Kira, what, what beach did you end up on? Well, what's that? What, what beach oh, were you on? Where did you go? I don't remember. I don't know. Okay. Um, somewhere. But what was anyways, the destination of the bus? Yeah, I mean, where was the bus going <laughs> here? Said, I mean, take us to Florida. Yeah, once you, if you, well, we <laughs> thought we were gonna go. We thought we were gonna go to the Keys and like live all like there over there. But for some reason, they were like, "Well, it's there's not very many hotels over there." You're not going to get very far, you know. There's not very, you know. If you don't know where you're going, you probably should there's go. only one road, right? There's only one yeah, road, yeah, kind of thing. So we're like, oh no. So anyway, after the sand fleas attacked us, we went to go get a hotel room, and no one would give us one because we were 18. You have to be 21. Really? 21. I did not know that. Huh. I knew that for did trying you, to yeah, rent. Did you? Parties. Did, we. did you bring a tent? So it, no, well, they brought wigs, Miles. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's their survival kit. Are, are you? Are you? Are, and, 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 and so, did you spend a week down there? Mm. No, we spent a couple days and we headed right back. You we got back on a Greyhound yeah, bus other, and went four days the other yeah, direction after two days in Florida. It was awful. So eight it days on a Greyhound bus and, and she doesn't two days even know in Florida, which beach. and you don't even know where in the hell you are. Except, Kim, I'm going to tell you this. Please call back anytime. Bad. Call back anytime. Mm-hmm. The stories you don't find interesting, I find very interesting. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. All right, here we go. Time for a little Your Gas is as good as mine. It's an easy game to play. We get a contestant online. You pick from one of two categories, and then you see how many you can get said uh, right in said category before three strikes and you're out. All right, Steve, who is our contestant ready to play? Your guess is as good as mine. Hello, Austin. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Austin, welcome to the show. And your guess is as good as mine. We've got a couple categories here for me to pick from. And here they are. Austin, we have for you the top 10 chores that we all love to avoid. We all know we got to do some stuff that we don't want to do every once in a while, but uh, these are the 10 that we'd prefer not to if we could. And then we have the top 10 Looney Tunes characters of all times. So again, your two categories, the top 10 chores we want to avoid, and the top 10 Looney Tunes characters. What category are you going to go with there on your guess is as good as mine? Let's do the chores one. Let's go with chores. Here we go. According to a new survey, people hate doing all kinds of stuff. As a matter of fact, they, they bring to mind when you take your hand and jam it down into your trash so you don't have to... Take your trash can out right then. You can mm-hmm. give it a couple more hours or another day there. But a new survey found that uh, there are a lot of things that people don't want to do as far as chores are concerned. The way we do your guess is as good as mine. You need to get as many right in said category before three strikes and you're out. So, Austin, what do you think are some of the top ten chores we all love to avoid? Let's, do, let's say doing the dishes. Doing the dishes. Doing the dishes is on the list. It is number eight. Washing the dishes. And surprisingly enough, it's not the one that most people dread the most, but it's one that we tolerate, but one that we still don't like doing. I will say this, and maybe it's just me. I think it's a condition of being my father's son. I have no problem washing dishes, pots, pans. I hate unloading the dishwasher. Okay. I can't explain it. Like, I would rather just stand at the sink and wash and unload. Okay. Uh, I would say laundry, and if they're real specific, I don't know, Austin, but folding laundry. Like, 
Nobody. That's the tough part. Nobody likes fret because a machine doesn't do that part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's say uh, taking out the garbage. Taking out the trash. Number seven on the list. That's right. People don't like to take out the trash. That one seems like the easiest one to me. You see, yeah. I walk it outside. Uh, and uh, with me, it's trash day, so I got to take the cans out. But uh, I had to do it this morning, and I was happy to get rid of some of the things in my refrigerator that have been in there for a while. See, that's another thing. And, Ted, you're talking about getting old and, and appreciating the hot water more than the cool water. Yeah. Like the immense satisfaction I get out of looking at trash cans, clean bags, nothing in there. All right, Austin, you're on oh, fire. Yeah. Uh, two for two, no strikes. These are the top ten chores we love to avoid. What's your next guess? Uh, mowing the lawn. Mowing the lawn comes in at number four. That's why I chose this time around not to have a lawn. Yeah, that's good thinking. Yes. Okay, three for three, mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, washing the dishes, all chores we love to avoid. What I'm telling your... laundry man, I'm telling you. Yeah, laundry's got to be on there. Let's, let's do it, laundry. You want to do laundry. the laundry? This is doing the laundry, and it is correct at number five. So, again, top ten chores we love to avoid. So far, Austin, mowing the lawn, doing the laundry, taking out the trash, and washing the dishes. All correct answers. You have zero strikes against you. Is there other things involving the laundry? There, still the, there right, are so other throw, things involving the laundry. Throw had a good call here. Folding, Folding the laundry. Folding the laundry. Do you want to go with that one, Austin? I do. Number three on the list, yes. folding and putting away laundry, one of the top ten chores we love to avoid. That's it. Comes in at number three, so it's a big one. I gotta think, man, cleaning the bathroom, that's gotta be it. Because nothing you touch is cool. See, I was thinking that, but I'm gonna go with cleaning your room. Cleaning your room! No, Austin, you're not 12 anymore. Cleaning your room is not on the list. Your room is your entire place where you live. Uh, someone suggested cleaning toilets. I don't know if that's separate than cleaning the bathroom, like folding laundry versus doing laundry, but that is strong. All right, uh, yeah, scrubbing the toilet. Number six on the list is, in fact, cleaning the bathroom, and that is a part of that. So, yes. All right, man, you've got six out of the ten so far, Austin. Folding the laundry, putting it away, doing the laundry, mowing the lawn, cleaning the bathroom, taking out the trash, and washing the dishes. There are four possible answers on the top ten chores that we love to avoid. You have one strike with two strikes remaining. Mike Hawk just held up a sign that said dusting. That's pretty strong. And I would add vacuuming, even though I don't mind vacuuming, but most people hate it. Vacuuming it, yeah. Vacuuming is uh, the one I like the most. Vacuuming is very satisfying to me. Yeah. Okay, why don't we hold off on that one then? Uh, Mike also threw cleaning the litter box. I don't have a cat, but I'm going to go with the vacuuming one. No, actually, believe it or not, one of the chores that people love is vacuuming. It does not make the top ten. Out of the things we do that we don't really want to do as far as chores are concerned, believe it or not, more people would vacuum than anything else. Two strikes against you there, Austin. You've got six out of the ten. There are four remaining. Sounds I will like tell you this. Two of them are outdoor activities. Two of them are indoor activities. Some suggestions oh. coming in include walking the dog slash picking up dog crap in the yard. Uh, dusting, mopping. Let's go picking up after your dog. Oh, well, that is your third strike. I'm sorry, but that is one that, uh, especially depending on the time of the year, if it's raining and stuff, a lot of people don't want to get out there and uh, We don't want to pick dog. up a pile of excrement. I right? mean, to me, that speaks for itself. Uh, how about weeding and or raking leaves? Raking leaves is number two on the list. That is correct. Huh. Not specifically anything else. Raking leaves, period. So Mike Hall came up with that. I can guess what he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Any no. other guesses? Febreze in the couch. <laughs> That's <laughs> an easy one. That's very specific. specific huh? What about uh, cleaning windows? Really? Yep. What about cleaning the shower? That's part of cleaning the bathroom. Mopping. Mopping is number 10. All right. Here you go. The top 10 chores that we love to avoid. At number 10 is, in fact, mopping. Number 9 that Austin did not get correct, cleaning the oven. People Ah. hate cleaning the oven. Followed by washing the dishes at 8, taking out the trash, 6, cleaning the bathroom, 5, doing the laundry, 4, mowing the lawn, 3, folding laundry and putting it away. So you'd much rather do the laundry than fold it. Number two is raking leaves. Believe it or not, the number one chore that we love to avoid, and your dad's going to hate this, Steve, washing your car. Really? Washing your car. All right. That is number one. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Hello, Cassandra. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hi, guys. How are you? Hola. Cassandra, welcome on the show. Random question, question. I'm going to give you one. I think you can handle it. Uh, oh, I can. Okay, good. All right. We're just going to go with this one. It's not the easiest random question, question, but it is a random question, question. Who would you say, Cassandra, is the ugliest person that you've ever slept with? <laughs> the ugliest. I, that's got to be my ex-husband by far. What? If, how <laughs> long were you married to this dude? I mean, I would hope at well, least you were married to someone you found attractive. No, you know, okay, I I met this guy when I things were really bad in my life, and my cat, my parents actually told me that's the best you can do. I was pregnant with another guy's dead guy's kid. Uh, did you say? Uh, did you and say I had a, a dead? Old. I was twenty. Yeah, I was pregnant with a dead guy's kid. I had a two-year-old son, and my parents were like, "Well, he makes good money. You might as well just marry him." But he's but ugly. I'm married to the guy. It wasn't good. How long were you married <laughs> to to this ugly man? I'm actually embarrassed to say uh, almost 13 years. 13 years. And he was, Tried. He, he, was he just always ugly to you? I mean, for 13 years. This dude. Oh, yeah. For the day I met him. And t- yeah. <laughs> but you know, the thing was, was, he made a lot of money and he worked out of state. I didn't have to look at him or deal with him very often at all. So that's the well, only reason I lasted for 13 years. All right. And do you have any ugly kids together? Oh, God, no. Thank you. Okay. Nope, nope, all right. Nope. And uh, it, uh, how ugly do you think yeah, a kid I mean, would have been if you had a kid with this ugly dude? You, you had to be somewhat attracted <laughs> to him in some way. Hopefully, he would have had my, you know, this child could have had some of my genetics because my two boys are beautiful. All right. Well, wait, how ugly I was think, this guy? You know, what are, does it, was it a weird nose? Did he have a cling on forehead? What, what made him so ugly? You know, he was just ugly. He was, he was <laughs> goofy looking. He, had a, he was just a goofy looking guy. Was there any redeeming <laughs> qualities about him that were positive? I mean, did he have a huge package? Did he, was he good with the kids? No. Did, he, he was good with the kids, kind of, when they were little, and he made a lot of money. All right. So and, that makes me sound like a very shallow woman, which I'm not, but at the time, maybe I was. Okay. And and uh, did did were you intimate together in this relationship? Unfortunately, yeah, I was. And I don't, no matter what kind of drugs or drinking that involved, it, it never was a good thing. What? I mean, was he, like, sweating on, you know, like, when you have sex, man, there's sweat dripping on you. And to me, like, I hope this is an attractive person because they're sweating in my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just close your eyes and hope it gets over quick. All right. Really okay. And, and uh, wow. All right. Did he have any idea when was he blindsided by the fact that you didn't want to be with him anymore? Oh no, not at all. I was pretty open with it. Okay. You ugly. It's time uh, for us to separate. Okay. Well, I never was mean and said. I never flat said you're ugly. I just said I don't want to be with you. And he would buy. I mean, he would just he'd leave, and so I didn't have to deal with him anymore. And then okay. finally one day I thought, man, he's coming home. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. So did I did. He, did he remarry? 
Um, I don't think he remarried, but I think he's got some relationship. I don't know. To be honest, I don't. I haven't heard or talked or I. He's gone out of my okay. life. I don't have to deal with him. So well, appreciate the honesty yeah. on the question. We asked the right person the right question. The reason yeah. we asked who is the ugliest person you've ever had sex with? Flava Flav is the biological father <laughs> of a two-month-old baby boy after results of a DNA test. That's all you need to know. That's, from it. That's it. All right. Want more of the Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Bad joke time, 844-999. Ola, first to ensure the bad jokes last for generations to come. Generation. We first must bring you these rules. This is the official men's room bad jokes rules. A bad joke is a bad joke. Not necessarily a dirty joke. For instance, a guy walked into a bar. I think we know how that one ends. And yes, we all know about the man from Nantucket and what he can do. So a bad joke is a bad joke, not necessarily an offensive one. I mean, we all know that Jews own Hollywood, and what's better than winning a gold medal at the Special Olympics? Just keep these simple rules in mind before you call. And now, the men's room proudly brings you Bad Jokes. Cock, here to kick off the bad jokes. Uh, you know, I managed to contact the spirit of our window cleaner who uh, passed away recently. Oh, yeah? I used a squeegee board. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> squeegee board. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Toothless Dawn. Welcome to Bad Jokes. Hola, bitches. Hola. So what happens when you boil a funny bone? What happens when you boil, boil a funny bone? You, uh, yeah, laughing stock. Laughing. Oh, laughing. Oh, not bad, not bad. All right, work on the delivery, but good joke, Doc. Yeah, delivery's terrible, but the joke is great. It's a little tough for him. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. Welcome to Bad Jokes. Hola, bitches. Hola. So this one's a groaner. What do you call an old snowman? What do you call an old snowman? Water. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Michael. Welcome to Bad Jokes. Good evening, man. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> so, hey, what is the favorite breed of dog for a dominatrix? What is the favorite breed of dog for a dominatrix? A whippet, of course. Yeah. Well played. Oh. Well played. I was thinking maybe boxer. Okay, that's you. Hello, Cody. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So, what's an astronaut's favorite part of the keyboard? What is an astronaut's favorite part of the keyboard? The oh, space, space bar. It's like, damn it, if I don't get this, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> Hello, Sean. Welcome to Bad Jokes. Hola. Hola. All right. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten. It takes ten tickles. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jeremiah the Bullfrog. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Hola. When does a joke become a dad joke? When does a joke become a dad joke? When? When the punchline becomes apparent. <laughs> All right. Oh. 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 Damn it, man. I cut deep, bro. What do you guys, uh, what do you call a horrible steak? What do you call a horrible steak? A mistake. <laughs> mistake house. Uh, I'm reading a horror story in Braille. Something bad is going to happen. <laughs> I can feel it. 
<laughs> Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the men's room daily podcast on the radio.com app. Hello, Amanda. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Hello, Amanda. Welcome to the program. Random question, question. All right, oh, Amanda. Thank you, guys. I've been trying to get on for a while. Okay. Amanda, let's go with this one just in general. What uh, what happened in the bathroom? Maybe you went to the bathroom with a group of people. Maybe you were in there by yourself. But what was the most significant thing that happened to you in the bathroom? Oh, my gosh. I can't even think of any bathroom stories. You never had sex in the bathroom. You, know, oh, you do well, go into the I'd women's bathroom. I admit a Burger King bathroom one time, just like the good old Hempty Dance. Wait, you did what now? <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the Humpty Dance when he says had sex in the Burger King bathroom. <laughs> you, you actually, did you have it your way? Or is that Wendy's? I sure did. Is that Wendy's? Did you have it your way or say Burger King? No, I'm assuming oh, it's Burger King. the restaurant is open, right? Yes. And you got you sneak in there to do your thing. How long are you in the bathroom uh, getting it on? Uh, tried not to make it too long. It was pretty much a little quickie, a little five minute maybe. Hey, look, if I'm going to have sex in a Burger King bathroom, it ain't going to take long. Were this you, uh, right. That's a whopper of a story, though. Were you, uh, were you an employee at uh, Burger King when you did this? Actually, I was. Okay. <laughs> okay. Were, you wearing, were, you wearing the br- were you wearing the browns, or did they, s- they switch over at that point to the navy blues? Oh, that was years ago. I believe it was still the brown. See, that's what's impressive. You got laid wearing that ugly ass uniform. I mean, like you must be I mean, hot. Like you know there's... what I'm saying? Like, honest to God, there's nothing attractive about the old Burger King uniform. You're brown and you smell like French fries. I wore them. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just put that on and I can't believe this is what they have you wear. Man, oh it man, it's just like I can't. It, you you almost felt like ten lever, le- levels worse about yourself. You should. It's like you, you know, look horrible. I know, but the thing is, like UPS man, he puts on his uniform. You know what I mean? He, he, but he, people like him. But he, yeah, even a yeah. mailman. And he's proud. not smelling like old grease and whoppers. Right, right. He's not serving mailman, food. Mailman's proud to wear his stripes. You know what I'm saying? Old like grease and whoppers. Right. How many times? How many times did you utilize the Burger King bathroom while you were employed there? Uh, that was only a one offer there. Just the one time. Was this a customer? Was this someone you knew? Like, how does this shake out? Like, uh, I know your work, out. baby. Was my partner <laughs> came in to see me on a break real quick. So, mm, okay. And was that the plan? Not really. Just kind of, uh, hey, you want to go step to the side? Did he do? Sure, his, why did, not? He, did he do his own like personal onion ring tower for you or anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> well, actually, it was a she. But... Oh, all right. Well, okay. How about a fish stick? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't smelling like fish, but right, we could right, call right. it a stick. If what, was like. that? No, that was the, about... what was the whaler, wasn't it? I don't think their sandwich was the, the whaler. Way, the whaler, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Their fish yeah, the big whale or something. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Hey, by the way, when you're working yeah. at Burger King, do you know when there's an onion ring in the French fries and just not care, or do you? Do you? does it matter? I think it depends on if you're busy or not. When you're in the middle of a rush, you don't care. You're just throwing them fries in there. Has yeah, anyone, it's always a bonus. Likes an onion ring, but has anyone ever complained that there's an onion ring? Like, to me, it, you know, it's like this is it's like finding 20 bucks under the sofa. You're like, cool. Right. Well, oh, me, no, I've never had a complaint about that. That's a bonus in my book. Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah. again, you're having sex in the bathroom. Let, so, me, you know. let me ask you a question. <laughs> were, were any of the skills that you learned uh, during your tenure there at Burger King, do any of those transfer over today? Like, could you make just a kick-ass hamburger, or is there anything that like you got out of this experience at all? That, that... Honestly, when I started cooking, I started in a nice little fine dining pub. So fast food was like a second job for me, so fast food didn't teach me much, to be okay. honest. All right. Okay. Yep, that's fair. Plus, I mean, with fast food, they're just like 
throwing it on grills and stuff. Right. That's As opposed correct. to like working at a restaurant where you're actually seasoning it and everything. But we weren't having sex yeah. in the bathroom. So mm-hmm. really, I never, if I, never, I could <laughs> go back, I might change it. I, I, I was real close and then got fired. After what, two weeks? No, I wasn't close. I had to wear that outfit. That's why I asked her. I can't believe she got laid in the brown outfit. I don't care who you are and how good looking you are. There's something about that that just says, like, I don't want to have sex. And you smell like grease, and I'm having sex with you in the bath. And look, I'm not above any of it. In fact, I would do it right now. Mm-hmm. It's just that's a tough sell. And the one thing that you also don't realize is whatever shoes you're wearing, they are grease ice skates. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you go with those <laughs> shoes on, like you have a layer of grease permanently you slide on the bottom. Everywhere. You do. Like you can't walk outside in the rain to your car. I mean, you are in there, and people would think like you're Eric Hyden. Like you're just right. kicking to the side to get from one thing to the other. You know what I mean? Like how you walk across the kitchen floor back there. It's just uh, there's a layer. My Burger King shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason we asked what happened in the bathroom, uh, there's a 30-year-old guy. His name is Logan Baker, and he is in Greeley, Colorado, and he works for a company called Freedom Drilling Services. company was holding a, quote, safety meeting last week, and when I think they mean a safety meeting, I really think the company was holding a safety I meeting. I just assumed they mean smoking weed. Yeah, Every, not, not the good one. Yeah, and for some reason, Logan got into an argument with a co-worker during said meeting. Afterwards, the co-worker went into the bathroom to do his business, and Logan decided to follow him in there. He busted down the stall door and continued to punch the guy in the face while he was sitting on the toilet doing his business. Logan was arrested for felony assault, which could get him six years in prison. He attacked his co-worker while the co-worker was on the toilet, busted down the door, and repeatedly punched him in the face while he was going number two. While the guy was saying, dude, just let me use the bathroom. Just let me do this one thing. I've, I've often had the dreams of doing that. Just to walk, I don't know, airport, mall, somewhere you don't know anyone. You know someone's sitting on the other side of the door. Just kick down the door, mean mug him for a second, and say, sorry, I thought you were someone else. Random, <laughs> random, <laughs> random. Looking for somebody. Random, thought you were going to be Bill. Random, sorry, random, man. Connect with the Men's Room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new All right. music. Oh, look who it is, Ryan Castle in the house. You guys uh, notice anything different about me since the last segment? You look fatter. What happened? Uh, I changed my pants because I like those pants and I don't want to ruin them because this list is terrifying. Oh. <laughs> Now, we were talking about this earlier. Terrifying in what way? Now, we know the spooky it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really not. But it's, I mean, we're not yeah. talking about campy Halloween monster or mash. Or like Rob kind of Zombie Dragula or right, something Right, right, like right. These are, so this, this is more like like sound and and really more like subject matter. Like there's some dark stuff going on. Now, is this one of those right. things? Because I don't know the list. Is this one of these things where most of us know? Or is it like when we talked, uh, there's like a Phil Collins song or something that's, Super depressing, and it never occurred to any of us? Uh, yeah, a, a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. I mean, some of these songs uh, we know, uh, some of these songs you might not know. Some of these songs you might know, but you might not know the, the How song. bad it is. How, with, with the subject. Right. Like, for example, yeah, like totally. we were talking about Warren Zevon earlier with right. uh, Werewolves of London. That's your typical Halloween song. Sure. Uh, ooh, ooh, werewolf. It was from the album Excitable Boy. Sure. And the song goes, and he raped her and killed her and he took her home. But he sounds upbeat. And built a cage with her bones. Like, right. that is That what, should be on this list. I sang that as a Right. Because it sounded a big, I didn't know what I was saying. And my parents, I was, they give each other the look and just like, let it go. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't know. So these are actually 10 songs that are truly terrifying on Sit and Spin. Ten, number 10. What's he building in there? What the hell is he building in there? This is a yeah, relaxation tape. I play for my children to sleep. Things. This is 
what I listen to uh, when I meditate. <laughs> Who is this guy? This is Tom Waits, in case you didn't know. I didn't know because he was having a spooky voice. Uh, that's Tom no, Waits' that's voice. That's how he talks. That's, that's how he that's, talks. Really? Is that yeah, a yeah. song? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as far as Tom Waits songs go, that's sure, kind sure. of yeah. But keep yeah. on, this is like spoken word. He sounds like this, but when, when he sings, speaks. it's like <laughs> it's like yeah, Leonard right. Cohen without music, right? Right, right. right. So okay. uh, that's called uh, "What's He Building?" And the idea behind this is your your perception of your neighbors, how you seem to kind of watch them through the keyhole and make assumptions about them and they're always bad but that's only like, what because are, of what his are these voice. people up to i think one of the quotes was you know his car has plates from nebraska but he says he's from florida what's he up to <laughs> <laughs> 10 songs that are truly terrifying nine number nine farewell happy fields where joy forever dwells hail horrors hail was it an act I would I would recommend everyone uh, take today's list and just look at the lyrics from some of these songs. Uh, this is All right. uh, this is Nick Cave and the Bad Bad Seeds. The song is called Song of Joy. You can tell. Nice mm-hmm. contrast. Yeah. But I think the real kicker here is the album is called Murder Ballads. Oh, yeah. oh okay. So, how <laughs> so, nice. Jesus. Ten songs that are truly terrifying. Eight. Number eight. That blue-eyed girl. This is uh, one of the more uplifting songs from PJ Harvey called Down by the Water from 1995. She was always known for being very uplifting. A happy soul. Tons of fun at parties. Uh, By the way, just so you know, people are chiming in saying the Scorpions say, are you ready, baby, in that part of it. It's not baby, it's ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
I step into an avalanche. It covers. You mentioned uh, Leonard Cohen earlier. This is uh, Leonard Cohen's Avalanche, not to be confused with uh, Landslide, Mm -hmm. uh, which is only scary if you've ever done cocaine with Stevie Nicks. Are these people who are buried in an actual avalanche? Perhaps. Okay. Ten songs that are truly terrifying. Three, number three. From 1971, Blood Rock. Uh, the song oh, wow. is uh, DOA. It's a story about an airplane crash and uh, the victims uh, who survived and the girlfriend dies on the way to the hospital. Oh, oh cool. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's terrifying. Ten songs that are truly terrifying. Two, number two. Now, uh, this is actually really terrifying, especially if you've ever listened to it on Hallucinogens, and that is uh, Pink Floyd's album, Umaguma. Uh, ah. This is careful with that axe, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we don't know Eugene. Ten songs that are truly terrifying. We made it to number one. One, number one. This is the end. Yeah. Right. This song's creepy from the doors, uh, the end. Um, but I think the terrifying part this is uh, when uh, mother, you get down with mom, because that happens in this song. Uh, not wow. Yeah. Not with with the mom. Right. Not dad, a willing participant. Dad, I want to kill you, and mm-hmm. the mom. Yeah. <sighs> That's terrifying. Yeah. Right. Welcome, you. welcome to the time. '60s, bro. Yeah. I told you it was terrifying. That's <laughs> why brought, I changed and, my pants. And you brought cookies. That's so nice. You're for that welcome. Yeah, that's great. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com/slash the men's room. Now back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Hello, Mac. <laughs> welcome to the men's room. Hey! Mac, you are sober, not sober. 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 Mac, welcome to the show. All right, Mac, men's room poll. I'll pick a movie to watch with your grandparents. Very spooky. Will it be Eyes Wide Shut, Magic Mike, Fifty Shades of Grey, or The Human Centipede? So I can make them as uncomfortable as possible, Magic Mike. Magic Mike. All I'm right. not worried about my grandparents being uncomfortable. I'm worried about me being yeah, uncomfortable. Exactly. My grandma would be like, all right. I think the safest one for me to watch would probably be Magic Mike, but the one I would pick so that we're all equally uncomfortable would be Human Centipede. Mm-hmm. Like, look, none Just of to us, see the look on right, their faces. None, I'm not cool about it. You're not cool about it. <laughs> I mean, take the grandparents out. I'm still going Magic Mike. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I can just hear my grandfather like, this ain't for me. I like Westerns. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, here is your question. This is a question I did not ask you, Miles, because I know you know the answer. What Midwestern state shares a name with a 1982 Bruce Springsteen album? Uh, um, we just had the title track on Sit and Spin the other day. I think it was the album know, before Born I in the know. USA. I know. I, I really Come on, it's a Midwestern state. It's Bruce Springsteen. That wasn't a bad album, to be honest with you. A little depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you ask. Ohio? Cherry on? Nebraska. Nebraska. Get an album called Nebraska? Uh, yeah. No, I'm lying to you, Ted. I made this but whole thing. Ch- Sorry. He's I know. He's from, from New Jersey. Yeah. Toto had a song called Africa. They're the whitest band ever. They're even called Yacht Rock. They never even went to Africa. Do you know that? Right. They never went. They've never been. They just wrote a song because it worked. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Toto. He would have known. There's not a lot of rain. Solitoist. That was the thing about the song when I first heard it. Like, you missed the what? All right, what? Albuquerque. What, what years are they from, Toto? Because 
I'm young, so I just turned you know what? today. You, you know what? Yeah, kiss my exactly. ass. Exactly. Why don't you? I just, don't even want to talk to you anymore. Enjoy your white claw. <laughs> man, oh man! I ask you a question, it turns into an insult. And you know what made me think of Toto? To be honest with, you, is you said Kansas. Oh, that's funny. Do you get that reference, sir? Wizard of Oz. Have you seen nope. the Wizard of Oz? Nope. Are you serious? How old are you again, Mac? Just turned 24 today. Oh, wait, you, suck today. It. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday yeah, you exactly. son of a bitch. But you've never seen the Wizard of Oz, honestly. I've heard of it, obviously, a million times, but just never took the time to watch it. Okay. Man, oh, man. So in perspective, when 9-11 happened, you really weren't aware of what was going on. I was... Six years old. That's so what I'm now. saying. You really didn't have any comprehension of even that. You probably yelling at your parents to turn the TV on. <laughs> turn that something else. All yeah, right. I just remember my mom picking me up, freaking out, and that was it. Okay. But, you know, moms do that. All right. Here right. is your question. Albuquerque is located on the shores of what river? Um, there's no way you can give me the first letter of the river, is there? Well, I mean, there is, but I'm not going to. Because you right, insulted right. my age. When I was growing up, we had 140 letters. Um, gosh, I am big dummy today because I'm just gonna throw a random word out there and say Colombia. Even though it's probably wrong. Yeah, Rio Grande. That's not Rio Grande. Yeah. And I for Rio. Okay. I just think about where it is. Question four, Mac. All right, question number four for you. Of course, you're 24, which I might not know this, but old dirty bastard who died from a drug overdose, yes, that was his name, was a member of what musical act? Oh, well, it was a pleasure talking to you boys, but that would be Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, oh okay. No, you're I Wu-Tang. See. Yeah. Very good. All right. <laughs> I can't believe he hasn't seen Wizard of Oz. I was just thinking about if he's 24 years old. You really don't put it in perspective that much. But, I mean, in 2001, doesn't seem like that long ago. But he was so young, it wasn't even significant. But we're old, so it doesn't seem that long. But here's my thing, all right? So I understand with age, like the man Toto, there's no reason for you to know it. Don't even bother to look him up. But the Wizard of Oz, like it came out in 39, okay? None of us are that freaking old. But to me, it just seemed like this weird rite of passage as a child. Uh, that you saw it at some point. I mean, my kids. Well, that was that. because it was on one of the major networks, and there were only four channels, and they played it every, every Christmas, year. Right. So you had to watch it. Now there's 190 million channels. But dude, when it no was coming on, play it. when you were in school, right? Like when Wizard of Oz, because they always did it around Christmas time, whichever network. When Wizard of Oz was coming on, like it was the buzz around school, man. We've all seen it a hundred times. People were still excited to see it. Like, it was big, big yeah, stuff. Well, normally they didn't have a movie on in prime time that was specifically just for kids and that everybody else could watch. So it was one of those kind of flicks. Yeah, I think I only saw it once. Really? Yeah. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Hello, Jeff. <laughs> Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, bitchola. Hola. Hola. So I went to high school at a time where we used to get report cards on paper. Oh, those are the great times where you could fake everything, yeah. Uh, yeah, to a degree. Uh, I was very consistent, and I had failed all my classes. And they, had, uh, they would put the little comments on, like, you know, A, B, C, D was good. They had the little key on the back. And then if you started getting towards the end of the alphabet, it wasn't good. And then if you ended up with like what we now know as special characters, like exclamation points and at symbols were like 
attitude hinders progress, behavior hinders progress, projects later not turned in. I still remember all these, and this is from yeah. like 84, and the reason, 85. And the reason is is because it, at least, you know, your parents have a pretty good idea if you apply yourself what you can and cannot do. And they do, believe it or not, have an expectation. They're not expecting you to be a straight-A student. But as far as your behavior is concerned... That's the one. And disru- that is something that you absolutely can control. So in my world, in my life... That meant more than the, the grade. actual grades. My parents knew I wasn't going to work hard. I mean, I don't do yeah, homework. You just have to but, behave yourself when right. you're there. That's all they're asking, which isn't too much to ask. Yeah, well, I, I, I kind of have both going on. I was not applying myself, and I was making it difficult for other students to learn. And <laughs> That's yeah, the see, one. Jeff, the problem is they don't know you. <laughs> right? If they did, they'd love me. But so, like, here's the deal, man. Um, my last name starts with a B. And they just put me in the, like, in our school, if you had study hall students in your regular class because they didn't have a spot to put them, they would just put them in the back. And they just had me sit in the back with the study hall kids. Like, I didn't even, kind of wasn't up towards the front of the class. It's not worth it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that's how teachers do it. Like, Leave me alone. I'll go ahead. I'll go out. I'll get sleepy during, you know, break in between, try and come back, put my head down and stuff. And, uh. So I wanted one more free weekend before my pops grounded me when I failed all my classes and I took uh, an ink pen and I, it was one of the kind that you can take apart and have all the ink blow out. Yeah. Blew it all in that report card, smeared it around, still felt you might be able to see what was going on. So I took another one, put a, some of that in there, smeared that all around and then put the broken, then broke the pen itself put it inside and I had to ruin a pair of my jeans, which was kind of a big deal. Cause we didn't, you know, I didn't get any jeans all the time, but it was a willing sacrifice. Cause there was a good party that weekend and, <laughs> and, uh, put that broken ass stuff in my back pocket, smeared around, went home. Cause my parents knew that I probably wasn't going to be getting good grades. Cause I hadn't for a while. They knew. And, uh, Oh yeah. hundred percent. And that was, it was the lying and the, and the going behind their back and the not applying yourself when I could do the work, you know, it was all that stuff that I get now as a, as a parent. Oh, Jeff, how old are your kids now? Uh, youngest is 20. Oldest is 26. And what was that experience like as they're knowing how, cause look, I was crappy in school too, for the same reasons. Like I don't care. I don't want to be here. F you. Right. Now I and I never did homework because my mantra was if you're not paying me, I don't take stuff home. Sorry, it's just that easy. Now I have kids, and this is what you hear in the house. Hey, just do your homework. It's 10 or 15 minutes. It's not gonna kill you. And I'm lying my face off to mm-hmm. them. You're faking it. I mean, that's, <laughs> I can't tell them that I never did homework. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, the greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Game is big, dummy. Eight four four nine nine nine. Ola, hey, thoroughly confused. Yeah. Hello, Sarah. Welcome to the men's room. Hello. How's it going? Hola, Sarah. You sober? Not sober? Sorry, I should start that off right. Hola, big dummy. Oh, you're sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, I can't say that. Once again, oh, men's room colors. Here are the seven words is, you can't say I'm on done. the radio. <laughs> what is going on today? I just this day's been just an issue the whole way. Mother and. I mean, Please keep those words in like mind when calling. We had all this now barbecue. The we missed all the lunch. Missed all the barbecue. What else happened to us? Did everything. The whole yeah. day. The whole I woke day up just by the, one thing after another. My daughter tapping me on the forehead while I'm asleep in a dark-ass room to ask me how she looks dressed as a witch. 
I was going to tell her there's no lights on, I can't see you, but the truth is, I didn't want to get up. I woke up because the dog farted, so and I, it was so bad I had to wave the covers. And, th- th- and that has set the tone for the rest of the day. You want to try Sarah again? Yeah, we got it. We got, all right, yeah. All right okay. Sarah, one more shot. Sarah. All right, Sarah, before we pull you back up, man, I love your enthusiasm. I'm glad you're excited. You seem like a very kind person. The kind of person I'd like to drink with. Yeah. But you cannot drop F-bombs on the radio. If you could, we'd be doing it all the time, especially today. Hello, Sarah. Welcome back to the men's room. Hello. Hola. <laughs> this is Sarah with an A, isn't it? With an H. Oh, All right. An H. All right, Sarah. Are you sober or not sober? I am midway. I'm sort of on a, a bong high that Jonathan, your last caller, blew in my mouth. So that was super. Oh, Jesus Christ. God. <gasps> Once again, men's room callers, here are the seven words you can say on I the radio. It. Sucker, mother, and please keep those words in mind when calling. Can somebody kill now us? Now back to the program. Can we just can we just take a week off? No, like Jacob's ladder. We are us? dead and went to hell. Can we? We so- just don't know yet. Can Listen, someone just kill us? I had faith in her. I apologize. No. Why? I mean, the whole day. She just, just seemed really excited, so I thought maybe she'll clean it up. She no. was excited, but then when she said who she was with and they were oh, exchanging bong hits, I was like, oh, we're in trouble. But we're I also heard the trouble. accent, and the accent told me like it's gonna happen again. I thought she was going to say a different word. Starts with a C because yeah. of the accent. Heaven forbid. It doesn't matter at that point. Might as well let them all out. Can we keep doing this? Yeah, man. We got it. All right. I think. If you would like to be a contestant and play Big Dummy, call 844-999-OLA. Or just listen. Stay at home. Do your bong hits. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Okay, this uh, this Ted versus the FCC goes a little something, <laughs> a little something like this. Rick Sutter, the horrible duck sitter, took his sick duck to the vet while he had his duck sicked by a dog. The way we do Ted versus the FCC <laughs> is you need to read that one time through and then three times fast. Okay, okay, all right. Rick, Rick Sutter, the horrible duck sitter, took his sick duck to the vet. Where he had his duck sicked by a dog. Three times fast. Rick Sutter, the horrible duck sitter, took his sick duck to the vet where he had his duck sicked by a dog. One. Rick Sutter, the horrible duck sitter, took his sick duck to the vet where he had his duck sicked by a dog. Two. Rick Sutter, the horrible duck sitter, took his sick duck to the vet where he had his duck sucked. Oh, no, he is done. By a dog. Got his duck suck. Yeah. <laughs> but that duck was happy. <laughs> Big win. Yeah. Kinda. And Ted versus the FCC. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Sorry, Robin, and we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today we toast a 60-year-old man identified only as Zhang from Zhejiang Province, China, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, he's cutting firewood near his village when Robin and Ted's worst nightmare happened. A snake bit him on his middle finger on his right hand, and he was bitten by something they call a hundred-pacer snake. 
Oh, those are the worst. I was unfamiliar with it, but uh, it's a snake that's believed to be so venomous that you would drop dead before you can walk 100 steps, hence the name. Keep in mind, there's a 100-pacer, a 20-pacer, and a 5-pacer. These are the nicknames they give them. Anyway, uh, Zhang, he did not want to drop dead, so he chopped off his finger before heading to the hospital. He wanted to prevent the spread of the venom, right? And Because they say, look, don't tourniquet it, don't suck out the poison, all these things. So he chops off his middle finger, goes to the hospital. They do have an antivenom. They gave him the antivenom. And after a thorough examination, the doctors informed Zhang that his quick thinking, cutting off his finger before the poison could spread, venom could spread, uh, was, quote, entirely unnecessary because the snake that bit him was not the snake that he thought it was. Anyway, nine finger Zhang, uh, he's uh, otherwise fine. Which finger was it? The middle finger on his right hand. The doctor's like, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, take it off. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man! A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.